0: This is the World in 10 from the Times of London on Tuesday the 8th of November. I'm Sonal Patel.
1: And I'm Nkem Ifeji
0: Strong words on climate action agree to changes or face collective suicide.
1: Our planet is fast approaching tipping points that will make climate chaos irreversible. We are on a highway to climate hell with our foot
2: still on the accelerator.
1: The U.S. says it's still talking to Russia despite the war in Ukraine. I am clear-eyed about who we are dealing with and what we are up against. Uh, I do believe that maintaining channels of communication uh, is in the interest of the United States.
0: First to Egypt, where world leaders were left in no doubt as to the urgency of the two-week summit.
2: The clock. Is ticking ...on
0: climate change.
2: We are in the fight of our lives and we are losing...
0: UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres. He says the climate crisis is already here and affecting every continent.
1: And our planet is fast approaching tipping points that will make climate chaos irreversible.
0: Raging floods to catastrophic wildfires. There's been one environmental disaster after another. Russia's war in Ukraine has derailed almost all the grand pledges from last year. The Times' Georgie Frost is in Sharm el-Sheikh.
2: In previous years, the focus has been on emissions. Now we're looking much more at things like adaptation and resilience, so that's what can we do now for those countries that are most at risk. Climate security goes hand in hand with energy security.
0: It was the UK's Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak's first global address.
2: Putin's abhorrent war in Ukraine and rising energy prices across the world are not a reason to go slow on climate change. They are a reason to act faster.
0: The Prime Minister and other world leaders have the chance to meet those from countries already suffering the effects of our changing climate, like Pakistan.
2: In my country, Shagjan, millions of people are going into winter without the shelter or livelihood.
0: Pakistan's Prime Minister, Shabazz Sharif. Pakistan has been battered by back-to-back climate disasters. From floods to heat waves to wildfires. In this race
2: against time, what goes on in Pakistan will not stay in Pakistan.
0: What world leaders are hearing is a demand for loss and damage reparations. The Times' Georgie Frost says that's likely to be a sticking point.
2: I think it's very cautious that anything along these lines will come out because of course no developing nations want to admit to that because it can open the way for spiralling liabilities if they admit to some sort of compensation.
0: Those nations suffering the most want
1: the wealthiest to pay up for polluting the planet. The United States says it's in communication with Russia despite falling out over the war in Ukraine. The National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, confirmed that the two sides were still talking, though the White House wouldn't say whether it was in order to avoid nuclear conflict. Mr. Sullivan said it was important that dialogue continues. So I am clear eyed about who we are dealing with and what we are up against. Uh, I do believe that maintaining channels of communication uh, is in. The interest of the United
2: States. I also believe it is in the interests uh, of every country who is affected by this conflict.
1: Meanwhile, in Ukraine itself, the government has taken control of five of what it says are strategically important companies. They include firms that produce engines, vehicles and transformers, as well as two energy companies linked to several businessmen. One of them is Vyatislav Bohuslaev, who was arrested in October on suspicion of collaborating with Russia. While making the announcement, the defence minister, Oleksiy Reznikov, said the move was made because of the war.
0: It is
2: not nationalisation, do not mix it up, do not use this term. It is a takeover of assets during the martial law. These are two different legal terms. Do not say nationalisation because there will be a wrong perception by the society.
0: You're listening to the World in 10 from the Times of London. Analysis and insight into global events, all in just
1: 10 minutes. On the way, as American voters cast their ballots in the midterms, President Trump drops a big hint.
0: <laughs> Migrants on board a Norwegian flagged rescue ship of the coast of Italy shouting for help. (laughs) DOZENS OF PEOPLE TRAPPED ON BOARD. The charities operating these ships say they'll go to court to try and overturn efforts by Italy's new right-wing government to stop these people they had saved from the sea coming to land. Tom Kington is The Times' Rome correspondent.
2: Of the around 750 people on board, they let just 500 off, saying that those 500 were uh, infirm women, children. The rescue ships have refused to leave. They have taken legal action against the Italian government, and uh, so it's a bit of a standoff. We've got 250 migrants stuck on board these ships, three of whom leapt off their ship yesterday into the sea to try and make it to the port.
0: Italy's seen a sharp increase in migrant arrivals. Almost 90,000 landed so far this year against over 50,000 in the same period last year.
1: Americans are voting in midterm elections, all 435 seats in the House of Representatives and about a third of Senate seats are up for grabs. There are also several gubernatorial races taking place and various special ballot initiatives included in the votes. It's expected to be a close contest between the Democrats and the Republicans. The party in the White House, the Democrats this time, tend to perform badly in midterms. However, while out campaigning, President Joe Biden said he was optimistic about the country. I truly believe we're just getting started. I've never been more optimistic about America's future than today. We just have to remember who we are. We're the United States of America. And there's nothing, nothing, nothing beyond our capacity. So vote. Get out the vote and win. Vote, vote, vote. FORMER PRESIDENT DONALD TRUMP WAS ALSO OUT CANVASSING FOR VOTES ON BEHALF OF REPUBLICANS. HE DROPPED A MAJOR HINT ABOUT HIS FUTURE POLITICAL PLANS.
2: I'm going to be making a very big announcement on Tuesday,
1: November 15, at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. The new political landscape could take a few days to become clear due to different methods used to tally the votes across the different states.
0: With the latest in the row over Castle hosting the World Cup, here's John Jackson.
2: Qatar's foreign ministry has accused Germany of double standards over its criticism of the World Cup hosts' human rights records. Qatar has faced intense criticism from human rights groups over its treatment of migrant workers, who along with other foreigners comprise the bulk of the country's population. Last month, Qatar's foreign ministry summoned the German ambassador over interior minister Nancy Faeser's comments that a country's human rights record should be factored into whether they're selected as World Cup host. Sheikh Mohammed bin Abdulrahman Al Thani told a German newspaper that calls for security guarantees for minorities, which Faeser had requested as a prerequisite before agreeing to attend the World Cup were superfluous and said that German politicians should focus more on hate crimes occurring within their country's own borders. The World Cup begins in Qatar on Sunday the twentieth of November, with the hosts taking on Ecuador in the opening game in
1: entertainment the world's most important prize has been awarded it's more prestigious than a nobel peace prize more coveted than an oscar more memorable than winning that swimming gala when you were seven years old it is of course people magazine's sexiest man alive and this year it's gone to the actor Chris Evans, Captain America himself. Perhaps it's no surprise that Chris Evans won the award. After all, last year's winner, Paul Rudd, did say in the Avengers films that Evans had America's abs but replaced the B with an S. Chris Evans said it feels like a weird form of humble brag. And finally, it's a trough life, and sometimes it is
0: useful to have a piggy in the middle. I mean that literally. New research shows pigs are able to resolve conflict and even make up after fights. What can
1: pigs have to fight about, you may ask? A lot, as it happens, like humans. Most of the fights were over food and land. Like humans, so who gets the best muddy puddle? And with such a big prize at stake, it's hardly surprising the fights could be fierce, with lots of biting and headbutting, and sometimes lifting. Mud is very important.
0: Researchers spent hours watching free-range pigs. What a job. They found that when two pigs get down and dirty, there'd always be a third standing by to intervene. A porky peacemaker, if you like. Researchers say this proves pigs are more sophisticated. We think.
1: You've been listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London for Tuesday the 8th of November.
0: This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.